Shalom Aleichem, everyone. Hope everyone's week is going incredible. Hope everyone is doing amazing. Hope everyone's Shavuos was very inspiring. And hope everyone is very much looking forward to Shabbos. So this week's Parsha in Eretz Yisrael is Parsha's Baaloscha. And in America, Parsha's Naso. I heard a really incredible Yisod and a very incredible idea, incredible Vort from one of my very close friends this past week. And I was really thinking about it. It was really ringing in my head for the past week. And I said to myself, I have to share it. And I was looking for ideas to add on to it. And I came across a stira, a contradiction to this fort. And I was like, oh no, what do I do? But in the moment I realized that the stira, the contradiction that I found on the fort, made it just so much better, made it 10,000 times better. So I'm really excited to share it with you guys. So at the beginning of Parsha's Ba'alos, the Psukim are very, they're very repetitive. And Perchas Posik Aleph Beis and Gimel, really, where it says, Vayadaber Hashem El Moshe Lemor. It says, Daber El Aaron Vamarta, you love Baaloschas and Eros, El Mopne Amnora, Yeiru Shavas and Eros. So Akash Baruch who commands Moshe Rabbeinu to tell Aaron, go up to the menorah and light up the menorah, light up all seven candles on the menorah. And the next Pasuk says the following Pasuk Gimel. Vayas Kain Aaron. Aaron does exactly what a Kash Baruch and Moshe tell him, and he goes up to and lights the candles. But the question is, why does the Pasuk have to say that Aaron did what a Kash Baruch told him? Why is that, why is that a Chiddush? Aaron Cohen's the Kohen Gadol. He always listens to Hashem. He never goes against Hashem's word. Why would he ever not do what Hashem, what Hashem told him? It literally, the Pasuk sounds exactly the same. It says, El Mul in both Pesukim. Both Pesukim. It's literally exactly the same thing. Why do we have to repeat and say that Aaron did it? Aaron did it. That's the only thing that's different. Aaron did it. What's the big Chedesh that Aaron did it? Aaron's going Gadol. He's so close to Akash Baruch Why wouldn't he do what Hashem says? So the answer is his following. The Orachayim says something amazing. He says that the reason why we have to say that Aaron did it it's because he was doing it all the Shem Shemaim, all for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He did it all for Hashem. It was not for himself, it was not for anybody else, but he was doing it for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the fact that he was doing it all the Shem Shemaim inspired Kla Yisrael, and then it continues to inspire, inspire Kla Yisrael. Just that one action, just by him getting up and lighting the candles, just by an action, not even a word, but getting up, and just lighting the candles and inspired Kla Yisrael. And Aaron Cohen, I think, really represents the true inspiration of Kla Yisrael. And we could see that from later in the Pasuk. Later in the Pasuk, it says, He goes and he raises up the candles and he lights the candles. If we look at that in a different way, not just as he lights the candles physically, but if we look in the Gemara in Pesachim, and Zayinam and Beis, the Gemara says, Ner Hashem Nishmas Adam. The Ner, the candle, lights up the Neshama of another Jew. Aaron HaKoyin is Ke'ilu, he's like that Ner that lights up every Neshama of a Yid. Lights up every Neshama's soul. He inspired all of Kla Yisrael just by going up and following a Baruch Hu's word. He did it to the exact T. It says in Rashi that he would stay up all night if he struggled lighting up some of the wicks. He would stay up all night trying to get them lit. Just because a Baruch Hu told him, not because anybody else did. 
And that's how we inspire Klaisel, just by that one action. Now that we've established that Aaron is the inspiration and the, the torch that lights up the neshamas of Klaisel, I have a kasha from later in the Parsha. Because he does something that's not very inspiring at all. And what is that? It's an action that pretty much destroyed the base of Migdash, and that's Lashon Hara. Later on in the Parsha, he and Miriam speak Lashon Hara about Moshe Rabbeinu. Aaron Akoin and Miriam speak Lashon Hara about Moshe Rabbeinu. So how can we say that Aaron is the inspiration, the driving force of Klai Yisrael, the torch that lights up the neshamas of Klai Yisrael after he does such a thing as speak behind Moshe Rabbeinu's back, the leader of Klai Yisrael, his brother? How can we think of him as that, as that inspiration? If that person that lights up everyone in Klai Yisrael, that brings everyone up, that he lifts everyone up, how do we think of someone like that after he speaks Lashon Hara? What's going on? So the answer, I think, is in Parshas Nasa. In Parshas Nasa, we talk about Sota, a Sota. And what is a Sota? It's a woman, a woman who goes against her husband's word and goes into a room alone with another man. Another man. And after the whole, and after that situation, after she goes into the room, she comes out and they hear about that she was alone and they give her this water, this soto water, and she drinks the soto water and if she dies from the soto water, that means that she did other things in the room that are not appropriate and she, not, she shouldn't have been doing. But if she comes out clean and she doesn't die, that means she held herself back in the room and she pulled, she pulled out. And she didn't do anything bad. And she realized what she was doing, being in the room, was a bad thing within itself. And she left. And it's said about the woman where she comes out clean, that she gets all these gifts. She gets all this praise. But why is that? She did something usher anyway. She went bi'echidus against her husband's word and still went into the room. Why is she getting all the praise? So the answer is, she held herself back. She took responsibility. She realized that being in the room itself is wrong and I can't go any further I have to pull out and she took responsibility for her mistake and she left the room that's why she got all this that praise and this is the same thing by Aaron we see towards the end of the Parsha when he speaks Lashon Hara his response to it is unbelievable he takes responsibility for his mistake. We see in Perak Bey's Pasuk Yedalf, he, st- he says the following, he gets on his knees and his hands and he begs Moshe Rabbeinu, he says, I admitted I did what, what I did was wrong. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. He even says that, he even says to, to Moshe, please give me the Tzaras. Don't give, don't give Miriam the Tzaras. I want to take all of the responsibility. Give, I'll take all the blame. It's all my fault. He immediately realized what he did was wrong. And this is the whole vort. It's not a kasha anymore. Because this is someone who's inspiring. Someone who realizes what he did was wrong. He realized what he did was wrong. And he made up for it by, by apologizing right away to Moshe Rabbeinu, saying, I did, what, I did wrong. I did wrong. And I'll take the responsibility. Give me the taras. Give me the taras. Not Miriam. Give it to me. That's someone, that's someone inspiring. That's someone that we have to look up to as Klaiso. That's someone who lights up Klaiso. That's why Aaron Akoin was so special. We really have to take this idea into our lives. All of us go about our day speaking Lashon Hara here and there. 
and we don't think it's a we don't think it's a big deal. We have to take upon ourselves. We have to be responsible for what we say. And don't just say after we say something that oh it's not a big deal, and he didn't even hear it. It's not he's not going to hear it. We have to take upon ourselves a kabbalah and say, you know what? I'm going to work on this. This is not a good thing. This is something that brought down the base of Migdash, and we cannot can we can't we cannot let it continue. And we have to make sure that we get better and better and better at it. Because that's the way the Beis HaMikdash will come back. If, if Akash Baruch Hu sees that we're working on it, that we're getting better with what, how, how we say things and who we're saying it to and who we're talking about, then that's, that, that's really why the Beis HaMikdash will come back because he'll see that we're putting in effort. He'll see that we're putting effort and he'll see that we care and we care about his words. And we care about Vaya'as Kain Aaron. That we do everything that Akash Baruch Hu tells us to do. We don't go against it. We don't go against it. We have to we love every Jew. And we really have to have this idea in mind. And it says in the Chavitz Chaim that we have to work on this every single day. And we have to stand up to our problem and take it in. And take responsibility for our mistakes. We're going to make mistakes. But it's about taking responsibility and owning up like the Sota did. And left the room. And like Aaron Cohen did and begged for forgiveness. He begged Moshe Rabbeinu and said, give me the responsibility. It's my fault. I hope everyone should be zolcha to work on any mistake that they've made in the past and treat every day really like a sarasimei tshuva and understand that we make mistakes, but it's about owning up to it. When we say slach lanu, HaKadosh Baruch was knocking on our hearts, saying, just, just admit to me, and you're all mine. Just admit to me and just move on. These averas are in the past. The root word of Avera is Avar. It's in the past. But we have to learn from it and move forward the right way and, and, and drop the ways that we, that we were in the past. That's what Akash Baruch was looking at. I hope we should all be Zoha to do that. And Emir Hashem, if we continue to work on it with all of our might, all together as a Klal, we'll truly be like Aaron O'Kohen and Bayas Kane and we'll all and truly inspire and light up each other and bring the Beis HaMikdash B'mehira B'yameinu Amen.